Praise the Lord. Shall we pray? Unto you, dear Father, have we come to. Firstly, to say thank you for the opportunity to be gathered unto you. We are asking, Lord, that in this hour, you will speak to us. I don't have anything, Lord, except you speak through me. And I thank you for your faithfulness in promising that we should open our mouth and you will speak. I connect to you now in Jesus' name. I pray also that for each one of us we would be hearers of your word and understand it in the name of Jesus. Therefore speak, O Lord, in accordance with your word. I thank you for hearing us. In Jesus' name, and everyone said, I believe that the time has come for us to engage ourselves in things that would help us to bring the purposes of Christ to bear in our time in this generation. Amen. The reason is because um, God has spoken few things. This whole month we'll be talking about the church. In the midweek we will. But let me just say this. It's very important that the only we come to the understanding that the church is the dependency for God. It's the one that God is depending upon to bring about what he wants to do. When I say the church will take a little step, what is it that has not made the church to be what it ought to be? It's very important. So I'll be sharing with you how can the church be effective? How can the church be effective? What is the omission? What is it that has been taken from us? Therefore, because of that, we are not the way we ought to be. And I, last week I read a scripture, and I, I must tell you that still I have not recovered from that scripture. Preached on it, and I am reminding us. And so I will read the same scripture. We will read it from Amplify. We will read it from NLT. All will be done by my dear sister, Mrs. I. And then she will do three for that scripture too. Nahum chapter 2 verse 1. Nahum 2.1. If I do the, my New King James for you, you do the rest. New King James, Nahum chapter 2, verse 1. You're giving me NLT. Give me my own. New King James. He that does it. Ah, thank you. He who scatters has come up before your face. Man the fort. Watch the road. Strengthen your flanks. Fortify your power mightily. Amen. Yes. Give her amplify NLT and then tree. He who dashes in pieces, that is the king of Medo-Babylon, is come up before your face, Nineveh. Keep the fortress and ramparts manned. Watch the road. Gird your loins. Collect 
and fortify all your strength and power mightily. Your enemy is coming to crush you, Nineveh. Man the rampart, mm. watch the roads, mm. prepare your defenses, mm. call out your forces. Amen. Amen. You want to go tree? Because there's a word in the tree that I love very much. Amen. Amen. Child of God, listen here. I'll take it from the tree angle. Near Obopitin, the one who, when he gives blow, you don't knock down. It scatters you. He has come. When he stretches his hand to give blow, it does not knock you. In the, you see, when people are boxing in the ring, it is knockout. You may be one hole, but you are helpless. They can revive you. But if the blow is given, and you have fallen into pieces. Who is going to gather you together? I pray the church of Jesus will rise to understand what God is speaking. I keep reminding us. Brethren, I am not comfortable. The way we are handling our Christianity. And I pray something of God will fire your spirit to rise. So how can you be effective to mend the road? Be mighty. You know, I made us read a scripture that was done by the madam. Jesus spoke about John the Baptist. I will not go there because that's a whole four hour sermon. But just one phrase. He said. I think it's in the verse 11 of Matthew 11. Everybody who rose up to be a prophet from, the, from Genesis till the time Jesus was born, there was only one man whose prophetic power and grace surpasses all. And that was John the Baptist. Is somebody listening? And when Jesus was recommending and talking about him, there was something that he said that was quite some a matter to my heart. And I'm waiting to see whether we, including Dennis, will rise up and say, if this is what Jesus said about me, and when I check my day-to-day life and the way I'm going about things, I must figure out what must have been omitted and let me get on the wheel. When Jesus was talking, he said, Assuredly, I said to you, among those born of women, among those born of women, there has not risen one greater than John the Baptist. But he who is least, least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. What does that mean? That for, a ma- for me it was a matter. Are you listening to me? The prophetic man of God. Who when he spoke. 
commissioners, rich men, people trembled. He was a prophet of God. He was the last prophet of the Old Testament and the new prophet to start. God said, even the least, brother Fred, the least in the kingdom of God, those who have the blood washed, we are greater than him. What does it mean? And does that mean, compared to, are we matching? Do we really show that the least is even greater than John the Baptist? You see, whenever you are comparing things, it is a very dangerous thing. And let me be honest with you. Very dangerous to think that you are well when you are not well. Very, very dangerous. Because when you are not well and you say you are well, it's only a matter of time. It will be kojoto. The church of Jesus Christ. Something must have gone wrong. And we must plead with God to find out what it is to be back. So that even the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than John the Baptist will be seen by all men. You know, please allow me to just share my heart with you. Nandiri, let's go back to now. He who scatters I I don't want to magnify the devil, but I want you to catch something. He who scatters has come before whose face? Ah. This is why there is so much dullness and religion and we we are not walking with Jesus and yet we are so I don't know how to. I'm asking God for wisdom to communicate. He whose scatters has come. One statement. He whose scatters has come up before your face. And listen to the dimensions that he told us to operate. First of all, he said, man the fault. You know, last week, I remember I mentioned to you because I got the answer from one of our officers in the army. When you are a soldier, when you've been selected to be a soldier, you are trained and you are put in. They have one conclusion. Once a soldier, always a soldier. And I was asking, why do they go for these type of things, once in a while you will not see some of our officers and our brethren, either they go to Achiase or they go to um, the one here, Shy Hills. Is it only two or you have three? Several. Ah, so some of them are secret. Bondasi. But I ask, why do we do that? Once a soldier, always a soldier. But why do we still send them? It was, the answer was given. So that they will go and refresh themselves and know which positions and all of that. So you don't say that once a soldier, always a soldier. And when you are put there, you have forgotten what you are supposed to do. Can't be. So once in a while you have some of our brethren will come and say, 
Pastor, if you don't see me in church because I've been sent to so so and so, I'm going to train. This church, for that matter, the church of Jesus Christ, the reason why we keep coming is that we may be fortified. But I'm asking whether the fortification is taking place or not. And it says a bother to me. Is it true that by our continuous coming and hearing there is a transformation or we are deceiving ourselves? Something may have gone wrong. We may not have noticed it. And I pray that we will not neglect it, but we will figure it out and say, Lord, please show us wherever things have gone wrong, that we may come back and mount up. Because you see, he said, man the fort. Watch the road. You know, there are many roads leading to this place from the junction here. From on the right side, from this place, some of us have been in this church for some time now, and I'm sure that apart from maybe going to the washroom, you have never stepped out there. There's another gate here, which we don't open. It's also another place you can enter. So when God said, mount the road, I believe that the time has come for every one of us to rise up to the occasion to understand because you don't know where the one who scatters, the obopeteno, ofriba. Praise the Lord. But I'm also encouraged by one word. I will build my church and the gaze of Hades shall not prevail. It is true what Jesus has said. No question, no argument. But if I compare it now to our state, is the church prevailing and Hades are not? Something must be not correct. And that's what we want to figure out. Praise the Lord. So please, I want you to allow God to stir your heart and never be comfortable to thinking that it is fine. Until it becomes fine, we are not fine. Hallelujah. Or maybe, put it this way, until I become fine, I am not fine. Now, would God ever tell somebody who he had not equipped to say, man the fort, that's the matter. Would God ever tell somebody if he had not given enough supplies to tell the person that I expect you that this guy who is coming and has the ability to scatter make sure you keep him under control. If Christ has not given us enough to overcome him he will never say that. Praise the Lord. Child of God, are you following me? And I thank God. When I read that portion, it gave me a little joy because I knew that that man has been given with something to scatter the one who scatters. So I was happy. I was happy. So then what I needed to do now is to dig who is this man who can scatter the scatter or who can scatter the one who scatters. Everyone sitting here 
who has given his heart to the Lord. If only you will catch the revelation of what will let you scatter and be consistent, you will give a blow. You will give a blow. So I'm asking myself, Lord, what is it that will let us scatter? Said you have it inside you. You have it inside you. I will build my church and the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. But Lord, the truth of the matter is that we are nursing our wounds. We are being scattered on the northern road, on the, on the, on the north, on the south, on the east, from everywhere. What is wrong? It says the omission of following me is what is wrong. Praise the Lord. Who are the people who were sent out to do damage to the one who scatters when Jesus was around? That's the matter. That's the matter. Disciples were the people who scattered the scatter. For Jesus said, I give you power to tread upon serpents and upon scorpions. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. He did not say anybody but the people. Jesus was so much concerned about his church as I read the scripture and I see why we seem to be lacking the ability is because we are playing religion. Come to church small, sing, listen to a little sermon, get up, pay your tithe, pay your, give your offering. You get up, you go, you do as you please. The minute church is over, it is me. I came to God to do my religion. I've done it. So sometimes when we, as soon as we finish church, unconsciously, people think, I, ought, I, I, I came to church to, I came to church to be I disciplined myself to came to come to church. I have finished with church. Now it is me leaving. Everything scatters. But a disciple, a disciple, he waits on the Lord. He follows the Lord. He will never do anything that his master has not instructed him to do. Now we are living in days and time that people have. It is so strange, except the Lord opens your eyes to see. You may not see what I'm talking about. We are living in days and time that religion is on the high speed. Thank, thank God enough for senior brother Ike in the prayer. See, when he said that, even in the pulpit, You'll be very surprised. Many people can listen to sermons and they will never be able to decipher to say whether he's telling the truth. Being a disciple according to Bible standard is being a disciple. Let me tell you, there are no three models or ten models. There is only one model. Follow Jesus and he shall make you fishers of men. That's it. We don't have no concepts of different concepts. There is only one way. One day Jesus stood, and it's one of the scriptures that has really challenged my heart. One day Jesus stood, and he said, The sower went to sow. Some fell on the rocky ground. Some fell in tongues. Some fell where this, that, that. And then some fell on good grounds. As soon as he started talking the matter, the disciples were very worried and say, ah, you are talking to multitudes of people. But from your speech, we can see that you are not straightforward. You are talking parables. 
If you want the people to understand you, why would you want to talk parables? Talk plain, plain, plain talk. Do you remember he didn't offend Jesus? He said to you, it's been given that you may understand. But to those people, not. Jesus, if it was today in our generation, he'll be insulted, he'll be bundled out, he'll be thrown away. Dear brother, all I'm stressing on is that be determined to be a disciple. Sit, let somebody sit, there's, there's a way. Let somebody be who, whose life, now listen, whose life shows Jesus. Don't get up and follow anybody who has a mouth. Some people know how to talk very well. But their lives are rubbish. Follow a person that you can see Jesus is inside. He talks, his talks is Jesus. His walk is Jesus. People are promoting themselves. Look for a man that you can look, you can see Jesus in his life and say, right now, I want you to disciple me. If you can't find, pray to God, he will send you somebody. In my study, in my listening, I have come to the conclusion that the omission in the body of Christ is because people don't have people to sit on their lives to help them. Everybody, you know, like my friend used to say, Futu Futu 11. One day I am happy. Another day I am sad. Mood swings. Did Jesus do that? No, sir. Every one of us needs somebody that he can see. This man is following Jesus, so I also follow him. There's a human aspect of discipleship making. And there is a spiritual aspect. The two, they go together. Jesus, you see, Jesus had to establish that for his disciples. Do you know that even Paul, I have said it in this church, Paul, when he got saved, he had somebody to help him. Read Bible. Barnabas was the one. Started with the young man who laid his hands on it, on him. Those were the people. And when Barnabas moved into Paul's house, they stayed there for one year. Before the man was, he, he, before he was cooked. There is a way you can be you can you can be a church member. I was saying to the church people this morning, I said, please don't be offended. All of us sitting here this morning. Do you know all of us where we are coming from? Somebody may be in church this morning, not because he wants to see Reverend Dennis to preach. Let me take myself out. Not because he wants to hear the word of God. Somebody may have misbehaved. Last night. Maybe with a woman. And he's feeling guilty. And so, let me go to church. Let me just go to church and to satisfy religion. Probably God will forgive me. So the guilt is there and that's the reason why he's sitting here. Years ago, preaching and a sister who was living in sin was so affected. Living with this guy under one roof, misbehaving, not married. One preaching just, God arrested her heart and says, Pastor, no more, I have come. This is how I used to live, no more, please. What can I do? Say, get rid of him. Because he's not Jesus. 
person said, okay, broke the ties, the ties, started serving the Lord. <laughs> so now the, the gentleman has done everything to persuade the sister, the sister said, I'm a new creation now. I can't continue to live in sin. Please stop that. I don't want get out. And the brother too started coming to church. Me, I didn't know. So, when he started coming to church, he thought the idea was that, okay, now that I'm also coming to church, I will be seen as one of the brethren and then we can brethren. And when he saw that the life of the individual was really affected and he is, she is now on the new road. So all the preachings that have been going on, he doesn't hear. He was very bold. Finally to say, can I see your software? I say, aha. Uh-huh. This woman is my girlfriend. He has divorced me. So anything I say, he won't agree. What can you do for me? Now I want to apply. Did he know? Because he has tried everything. It's not working. I believe if I can get this software. If he says some. So such a person, if he is sitting here, is it written on his forehead that he is a child of God? We can be happy that the church is full of people. But Satan also has come to church. May the Lord help us. Are you listening to me? Everybody has his reason. Some people may come to church because and I know that these people they pray so when I go there so he's coming he has started a prayer meeting it's only a matter of waiting till he can, he can get what he wants and then he will hit the road running for you who don't want to play religion may I say to you Find a way to be followers of Jesus Christ. You have to. Don't take it for granted. I don't know how best I can present this matter. For he whose scatters has come. Man the thoughts. Watch the roads. Everywhere. Be now, I love what he said. Fortified your power mightily. Ah! What instructions do we need from God again? Those of us who are not praying, may I beg you, praying in the Holy Ghost, building up your most holy faith, by praying in the Holy Ghost, come common deal. You are not poor, you are not hungry, you are not sick. It is only when people are sick that they pray. I beg you, stop that. In your good health, pray. In your riches, pray. In in, in your ability to move, pray. Don't let it be. That I am not able. Oh, if you heal me, I'm praying. Don't let it be like that. Let it be that I am ready. Reason is because my God told me to man the fort, to watch the road, to strengthen my flanks. To fortify my power mightily. Are you listening to me? Let me show you something. This scripture. 
Matthew chapter 16. Verse number 13. It was a big of a challenge to me when I read the scripture. When Peter had given the revelation. He who sc- now 16. 16.13. When Jesus came into the region of Caesarea Philippi. He asked his disciples saying, who do men say that I, the son of man, I am? Let's continue. So they said, some say you are John the Baptist, some Elijah, others Jeremiah, or one of those prophets. He said to them, but... Everybody shout a bit, but. It's changing the conversation. But, who do you say I am? Ah. I notice Jesus never lies general answers. May I, before I read the feather. Who is Jesus to you? Who is Jesus to you? Who is Jesus to you? Papa, who is Jesus? God wants each one of us to have the connection with Him on the basis of me and you. Who do you say? Let's go further. 16. Then he, Simon Peter. I'm bringing you certain revelations by the grace of God. Simon Peter said, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. You are. You are. You are. Jesus said, Continue. Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Bajona, for flesh and blood has not revealed to you, but my Father who is in heaven. Hallelujah. And I also say to you, that you are Peter. I pray that somebody will have that encounter with Jesus. You are Peter. And on this rock, I will build what? My church. And the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. Before I go further. Is the church being prevailed over or not? Huh? You see, we can't answer. We are not prevailing over. That's the truth. But it's this promise that Hades cannot. So if Hades cannot, then there must be something there must be an omission for which reason the Hades are prevailing. We must catch the revelation of what Jesus is trying to say. The church, when I studied that critically, I observed that he was talking to only disciples was not talking to the church as a general. So for him, the true church is those who are following him. Because you see in the verse number 13 Would you like to read a scripture for me? Everyone, one, two.
It's okay. It's all right. Who were the people he was having the dialogue with? Not everybody. It was them. When he threw the general question, it was very easy to give answers. But when he narrowed it down, that's where the Bible said, but he said to them, I was concerned. How could you talk to multitude? You came to die for them. And you are preaching how the word of God can help their lives. And how some people even receive the word of God and everything, but you didn't go straight. You say, you know, so I went to so, and then some fell here, some fell here, some fell here. Even the disciples themselves, they said, Abba, Master, you are not doing well at all. These people that you are talking to, the parable you are using, they, they don't understand. No. Won't you change your subject? Luke chapter 8, verse 9. Is that correct? Look, 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 look 8. Luke 8. Is it verse 9 and 10? Let me check. Uh huh. Moi. Moi, moi, moi. French. That's the only French I can understand. Now we will go, we will stay on the 8th because uh, chapter, verse 9. If I start from that, there will be. Then his disciples asked him saying, the reason why she wanted to give us the verse number 1 was because that was when Jesus starting about, talking about the so I went to so and all of that. So she wanted us to follow. But I will sum it up for you. But then, when they had gotten to the side and Jesus, the disciples, when Jesus had finished the parable, the disciples quickly came and said, Abba. Then the disciples asked him saying, what does this parable mean? Even themselves. But I was intrigued by the answer he gave. It really challenged my heart. Would you like to read that for me? One, two. Kingdom of God. But to the rest, it is given in parables. That in seeing, they may not see. In hearing, they may not understand. It was a border. Do you think Jesus didn't love them? But why? Why did he say that? The the privileged ones are my disciples. I hope somebody is understanding this. The privileged ones are my disciples. One time he spoke to the people who believed. One time he spoke. And I was just wondering myself, Lord, the Bible says he came to those Jews who believed him. And then he said, if you continue, then are ye my disciples. Is that John 8, 13? One and two thereabouts. And you shall know the truth. And the truth will set you free. Please. Pose your heart. To be. No wonder. His last message. Go and make disciples. Of all nations. Teaching them to observe all things. The Christian race now is all about being a disciple of Jesus Christ. Pastor, what does that mean? Simply means that you yield yourself to follow Jesus. You need help from somebody that Jesus is at. See, the Bible says that it is God that works in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure. I mean, you, you have to, 
you have to see, and I'm emphasizing, with a cl- listen to me, brethren, let me tell you something. The failure of this truth that the church not concentrating on how to raise men in the way, uh, by the way of discipleship and to give them understanding and have one and one, somebody that you can walk to and say, Papa, I fired. Mama, I, mean, I don't know why I'm doing this. That person will look into your eye and say, read this. The failure for us to do that has left us hanging. And I pray that you'll be so hungry enough to say no. If this is what Jesus said, then I am ready. <laughs> I was talking to somebody and a big man and then he made reference to a small boy. He said, my position this is your small boy. He is my teacher. That's when I discovered the truth. The man humbled himself and took that small boy that he himself testified that this is your small boy. He has Jesus inside of him. I share. And he tells me if I go wrong and I say, you know, today this and that. He tells me in my face and I feel very bad. And then I said, you are on the path to making it. But today in our generation, that doesn't work. Nobody wants to do that. But may I humbly say that I am talking about something I have seen, tested, and I have seen that it's workable. Recommend to you in the name of Jesus. There are too many things we have added. They are not helping us. Look for somebody you can see Jesus inside. Somebody you know he fears God. He loves God. He's ready. He, he will not say one thing in secret and another thing in the open. God will help you to be able to find. And just say, I go with this one. Either you go, you pray about it and say, Lord, lead me to somebody. He will. Or that person will just say, I just want to walk with you and help you. But be humble enough to do it. It works. It works. I will not have said so to you if I have not tasted it. There are people I could cry. Somebody I could just say, this is it. They won't spare me. And at least I know by the grace of God that I am growing. There's so much to talk But the Spirit of God will have me stop here. Would you bow your heads for prayer? Please. Would you you please say something in this short moment of time? Something from the bottom of your heart to the Lord. He who scatters has come before your face. Mand the fort. On the road, make sure you want to put that Nahum 2 1. Where my strength will come from, Lord. Lord, I pray for everyone here this morning or this afternoon. May we not omit the essentials of our build-up.
in the name of Jesus. Lord, for some of us never knew until you brought us the grace to know. Please, religion has become a matter we are thriving on and playing, but we have seen that for all these years, it has not helped us. Programs and different things. Lord, we want to settle down with you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Therefore, I pray, Lord, every heart here today that is so willing to say, listen, I want to know you. Whom to know is life eternal. The hands that you have prepared somewhere in house, please guide them to. I pray for all of us that none of us will have casualties in our faith. Lord, you said the gates of Hades will not prevail against us. But honestly, when we look at that scripture, we don't see. We rejoice about few natural things around us. All our conversation had been around things you have blessed us with. Things we have access to, homes and cars and Lord, but I don't think that that's what you meant. I pray that you would have mercy on us and bring us back to spirituality in the name of Jesus. Where we will be able to man the road. We will be able to give a blow to the one who scatters. Lord, we need this. Therefore, we are begging you. Don't let this slip from us. Open our eyes, O Lord. Open our hearts, O Lord. Teach us your ways, O Father, that we may walk in it. Sometimes, Lord, we have built our own selves in a way that we think this is the way. But you are the one who can teach us the right way. So, Lord, I pray that there shall be a revelation unto each one of us in the name of Jesus. Didn't you do it? You did it. When you have thrown the question to Peter, who had followed you, all of them, it was only when the Father revealed who you were to them. And when Peter spoke, you said, Aha! And then you gave the revelation that upon this you will build your church. Therefore, I pray, may the revelation of the truth of your word come to us in the name of Jesus. Lord, don't let this be lost on us. We beg you. Help us. This I ask in Jesus' name. Amen.